Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Fantasy Fellow Show. I'm your host, the Fellow KGB. You can follow me on Twitter at the Fellow KGB. And it is Wednesday evening, October 7th at 6 p.m. We're going to be just taking a look at the Thursday night football game between the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Chicago Bears. Uh, we got a lot to look at tonight. We're going to be looking at snap counts. We're going to look at some stats from the last week. And then we're going to take a look at the practice reports. So if you're new to the Fantasy Fellow Show, uh, go to thefantasyfellowship.com. I have my weekly start sit charts. We're going to be looking at that here. Um, so I kind of just rank each player as best that I would start them in fantasy in terms of quarterback one, two, and so on. Uh, so we're going to start with the away team, Tampa Bay. Now I have Tom Brady here as a quarterback too, and I'm actually kind of nervous about this game because I guess below the charts here, I have uh, fantasy points allowed to each position. So this game is going to be a really good defensive battle. Uh, you see the, the, the Buccaneers are allowing the third least amount of points here, only 14.9. So that's 15 points a game to the quarterback. And the Bears are even doing better. So the Bears are allowing not even 12 points per game to the quarterbacks. Uh, so this is something to watch. I think both quarterbacks might struggle in this one. And then if we look at the practice reports here, you're going to see Leonard Fournette's listed as doubtful. Chris Godwin's already been ruled out. Receiver Justin Watson, out. LaShawn McCoy, out. Uh, and Tampa Bay just lost O.J. Howard last week for the season. So who is Tampa Bay working with? Is Tom Brady going to have a healthy cast of players? I really don't think so. Here's the practice reports uh, from the last couple days here. Uh, so we already said Evans out, Fournette out, Godwin out, Gronkowski. Looks like he was limited, but he practiced today. So he's going to be good to go. Uh, LaShawn McCoy out. And then the one that I'm keeping an eye on here is Scotty Miller. He was questionable with a hip right now, uh, but he didn't practice yesterday. He practiced today. Uh, so if, I mean, no, no Godwin, no Justin Watson. So that leaves Scotty Miller as the, the number two receiver, probably logging most of the snaps. Uh, so Tom Brady, he's going to have limited weapons uh, in this one tomorrow night. And we did highlight here that the Bears are allowing the second fewest points to the quarterback position in fantasy. And then if we look at the fantasy points allowed to running back, uh, both teams are kind of middle of the road here. Tampa Bay is allowing about 24.7 and the Bears about 24 points uh, to the receiver position. Tampa Bay is allowing about 35 points uh, just to the receivers. And then you see the Bears here allowing almost 29 points. So uh, the Bears are very good against uh, quarterbacks and opposing wide receivers. Uh, if we look at the tight ends here, Tampa Bay is allowing about 10.2 points to the, to the tight ends and the Bears about 13 and a half. So this is all in PPR. So uh, this is all kind of coming up here that this game might not be a very high scoring affair. I could see Tampa Bay, you know, only scoring two touchdowns and a handful of field goals. And then uh, maybe the Bears, you know, the same thing, just a couple touchdowns and a couple field goals. Uh, so I'm maybe the first to 20 points in this game wins. So I'm kind of shy to get players uh, into this game in my lineups. I think the must starts of the group are going to be Mike Evans. Again, he's questionable right now. So I'm really hoping he can go. But if he's questionable and he's going to play, you're going to go ahead and lock him in there. I do have him as a wide receiver one just because of all these guys that are out. Um, I mean, Mike Evans is going to get fed targets. Uh, so I feel like Mike Evans is a lock if he plays. And then you got to start Allen Robinson, of course. Tampa Bay does have a young secondary. They're playing better. But I think the oldest... I think the oldest cornerback in safety is 24 years old. So it's a young secondary and Nick Foles has shown that he's going to keep throwing to Allen Robinson, no matter what uh, we saw. I mean, the bears really didn't do much last weekend against the Colts. They got the final touchdown to Robinson in the final minutes. Uh, so I'm feeling the best about Robinson and Mike Evans in this one, but we did talk about LaShawn McCoy being out. Leonard Fournette is, is doubtful. Uh, so I think the one name I have to add to this list is Keyshawn Vaughn. 
Uh, so Ronald Jones last weekend here, let's take a look at the, this is my opportunity report. Every week I'll put snap counts and stats from last weekend. So this was Tampa Bay's game against the Chargers where we see Ronald Jones log 64% of the snaps and Keyshawn Vaughn about 25. So again, no McCoy, Kenyon Barner is, is suspended. So maybe these five and these four snaps go to Vaughn. Uh, but anyways, Ronald Jones, 20 attempts, 111 rushing yards, and then the whopping nine targets for six catches and 17 yards. So the output's not very good, uh, but you see 20 rushing attempts and nine targets. That's a lot of volume going to Ronald Jones. So I kind of feel like Ronald Jones can be your low-end RB2 flex kind of position. Uh, he, there was a couple times where he could have scored a touchdown last weekend. Uh, Keyshawn Vaughn's the one that caught the touchdown. But I mean, I on the the little route that uh, Vaughn runs when he was kind of you know right next to Tom Brady, and then he just runs to the out uh, and catches the flat and gets in the touchdown. Ronald Jones ran like three or four of those routes, so uh, there's a good chance Ronald Jones gets in on a touchdown on one of those plays. And uh, if I remember correctly, in the first quarter, uh, Brady attempted a pass from the five yard line. He had Ronald Jones next to him, and Ronald Jones just darts towards the corner of the end zone. Uh, Brady's throwing to him; he's wide open. He would have scored, but the ball was batted down at the line of scrimmage. So. Uh, Ronald Jones has, if Tampa Bay is going to score, it's a good chance that it's Ronald Jones tomorrow night. Uh, but then I did like what I saw from Keyshawn Vaughn. He wasn't much uh, very effective in the running game, but I did like his receiving uh, ability here. He kind of looked like a young LaShawn McCoy, you know, just in the open field. Uh, so I like Keyshawn Vaughn. I don't know if I'm trusting him to start, but I'm definitely going to add him uh, to the list of bench players here. I think you could probably add Keyshawn Vaughn to the end of your bench this weekend. Uh, because if Fournette and, and Sean McCoy can continue to be bang, banged up, uh, we're going to see Keyshawn Vaughn take more of a role as the season goes on. So for running backs, I think Ronald Jones could be your low-end RB2. Uh, I'm interested in Keyshawn Vaughn. You'd have to be like decimated at injuries to the running back spots to start him. Uh, but I think he could get some, you know, some PPR play there. Uh, and, and he does have a chance at a touchdown. If Ronald Jones and Vaughn are the only two running backs, I think that – you know, if they're going to get a touchdown, it's going to be one of the running backs or, or probably Evans or Gronk. So with that said, uh, I mean, now that OJ Howard's out of the picture for the season, you're going to have Rob Gronkowski and Cameron Bright step up into the majority of the snaps for tight ends. Uh, we see Rob Gronkowski last weekend. He logged 65 snaps, which is 86%. OJ Howard had 28 snaps to Cameron Bright's 16. Uh, so we might see Cameron Bright somewhere, you know, on a typical game, if they're going to play this many snaps, they're going to probably see him in the 40s. You know, the low 40 ranges, I would expect him to be somewhere in the 40 to 50% targets. Uh, but, I mean, O.J. Howard's leaving behind a pretty serviceable workload for fantasy purposes. Six targets, three catches, uh, 50 yards, and a touchdown last weekend. So I kind of like the idea of Rob Gronkowski and Cameron Bright uh, both being useful for fantasy. I know, I mean, it's it's been kind of a mess to begin with, and it's still going to be messy. Uh, where you're going to see Rob Gronkowski and Cameron Bright probably trade off touchdowns going forward. But if you are... If you're really hurting at tight end, you could do, I mean, you could do worse than Rob Gronkowski. So I think uh, because he's on the field so much, only three targets last weekend, but that could flip now that some OJ Howard targets are available. So I am definitely open to Rob Gronkowski as a tight end streamer. And then you got Scotty Miller here. If he plays, I mean, again, you look at these numbers here, the Bears are the fourth best against receivers in fantasy football. Uh, so I'm, uh, I, I might move Scotty Miller down here. Uh, to the bench. I'm going to probably add Keyshawn Vaughn to this list as well. Uh, but again, it's kind of like I said, this is going to be a very defensive game. It's probably going to be like a 20 to 14, 20 to 17, uh, 20 to 13 kind of game where I'm only expecting the winning team to get a touchdown or two. Uh, so Tom Brady has five touchdowns last weekend. I don't try to be chasing points. The, the evidence suggests that uh, this is probably going to be a pretty low scoring game. So 
Uh, one of my favorite references that I like to use here is called Fantasy Football Today, just fftoday.com. And then if you hit the stats tab and you go down a little bit, you're going to see uh, this is where I pull my information from for the fantasy points allowed to each position. So if you just click on quarterbacks here, <clears throat> you can also filter by your scoring preferences. I'm just going to use ESPN because I know that's four-point passing touchdowns. Um, but you're going to see Tampa Bay and the Bears way down here on the list. They are the best team among the best teams in covering uh, quarterback fantasy points. So let's just go ahead here and click on the Bears versus quarterbacks. And then this is going to show you who they played, how many points they've gotten. So week one, Matthew Stafford got 16.2 points, almost 300 yards and a touchdown. Daniel Jones, week two, just 7.7 .7 points. He didn't score a touchdown. He was bottled up pretty well. Uh, Matt Ryan got a touchdown, 238 yards. Phillip Rivers, week four, one touchdown, 190 yards. So no one's really dealing, you know, touchdowns. They've only allowed three passing touchdowns all year. So, I mean, the over-under on Brady touchdowns is probably 1.5. Uh, I would be shocked if, I mean, he could get to two touchdowns. I could easily see that, but three touchdowns is probably not likely. Uh, so we're seeing a floor here of 7.7 .7 points with Daniel Jones. I think Brady's better than that. Uh, but maybe we see a game here where it's it's somewhere in between Stafford and Matt Ryan where he just gets the one touchdown, maybe 250 yards, or maybe two touchdowns and 200 yards. It could be a variance of things. But the ceiling's not very high for Tom Brady this weekend. Um, so, I mean, I own Tom Brady in a super flex league and I'm probably not playing him. I'm probably going to use uh, Justin Herbert uh, instead of him on Monday Night Football against the Saints. Um, so, again, fantasy uh, FF today. I like to use these guys a lot here uh, for all of their all of their stats. Really, this is the, the fantasy points allowed stats. Um, so back to the, the the spread here. I guess let's just cover uh, opportunity report last week real quick. We talked about the running back snaps. Uh, I expect Ronald Jones is going to get the ball the most. We'll see how much Keyshawn Vaughn can get in the in the passing game. Uh, Ronald Jones got a lot of targets last weekend, but the output were only six catches for 17 yards. They were able to bottle him up right away. So maybe we see a split here between targets. Maybe Jones gets six and Keyshawn Vaughn five or six. So I'm I'm watching for this. And then at the receiver spot, I mean they've already ruled out Justin Watson. Chris Godwin's already ruled out. So we're looking at these four receivers here for Tampa Bay, Mike Evans, maybe Scott Miller and Tyler Johnson, the rookie, Jaden Mickens. Uh, it's going to get pretty thin pretty quickly here. And Justin Watson just led this team in snaps and now he's officially out. Uh, so this, this looks like a Mike Evans heavy 10, 12 target kind of game. Uh, Scott Miller, if he can go, he's probably somewhere in that seven to eight target range. And Scotty Miller's played actually really well. He's got a really good deep ball uh chemistry with tom brady right now and i guess the one player that scott miller reminds me of especially because this is a bruce arians offense that's going to be john brown the you know back from the days in arizona uh where scotty miller can kind of stretch the defense and he's just very good uh you know in contested catch situations so i like scott miller but i'm probably not trusting him tomorrow night again the receivers are going to be really thin uh, but I think it's all going to be about, you know, Ronald Jones and, and Keyshawn Vaughn splitting the ball. Uh, you're going to see Rob Gronkowski and Cameron Bright. Probably, one of them will probably score a touchdown tomorrow. It's kind of, you know, Russian roulette. Uh, and then Mike Evans is going to easily be the target leading there. So I got a question here from Cali. Thank you for hanging out, man. Uh, so are the Bears D actually that good, though, or could it be the QB's offenses are that bad? So uh, I think you just joined in, but I was just looking at uh, – so I used the, the website FF Today. And if you hit stats on their website, you're going to see fantasy points allowed to the position. And then I just clicked on quarterbacks here. Uh, and then if you scroll all the way down here, the Bears are allowing, you know, not a lot of quarterback points. And then if you click on that link, it'll actually tell you uh, who they played and how many points they've allowed. 
so the best quarterback I would say that they played is Matt Matt Stafford or Matt Ryan. Uh, so Matt Stafford, week one, you know, this is without Kenny Galladay too. He put up 16.2 fantasy points. That's a four-point passing touchdown score, uh, but almost 300 yards and a touchdown. And then you got Matt Ryan here, probably the next best quarterback, uh, just 238 yards and a touchdown. I think this was out Julio Jones, too. Um, so I'm thinking Tom Brady's probably in that 14 to 16 point range. Uh, the Bears haven't allowed more than two passing touchdowns in a game all season. Uh, so I could see Tom Brady putting up a higher score than 16 points. Uh, if anyone's going to catch a touchdown, it's going to be Mike Evans, you know, and maybe Cameron Bright. Uh, but I do like Tampa Bay. I think they can be a tough team for the Bears. Um, this is actually going to be a good test for us for the, to watch the Bears and see how they are on national television. I mean, all these teams that they've played so far have their major flaws on offense. You know, Indy can't really push the ball downfield. Um, the, the Falcons were without Julio Jones in this game. Daniel Jones and the Giants are just kind of a mess. And then Matt Stafford without Kenny Galladay. So I'm kind of open to, you know, like a 16 to 17 point game from Tom Brady. Um, <clears throat> but for now, I think he's I'm just if you're in a one quarterback league, I think I'd be hesitant to to get Tom Brady in there there's guys that I like that might be available like uh like Teddy Bridgewater going up against uh Atlanta I think that might be a really good pivot there's a couple other good quarterback plays that I like but for now I'm just ranking Tom Brady as a quarterback too and uh I don't know I'm, I'm really only interested in Mike Evans and then I think Ronald Jones seemed to get the volume in this one uh so those are the bucks that I feel the best about and then I guess on the Bears offense side, if we look at what the Bucks do on defense, again, they're pretty good against the quarterbacks. They're only allowing about 15 points per game. Uh, they're, they're middle of the field against running backs, almost 25 points per game. Uh, the receiver position, again, middle of the road, about 35 points per game. And then the tight ends, they've been pretty good against tight ends with only about 10 points. <clears throat> so if we think about how the Bears offense is going to operate, uh, I mean, you're going to see Nick Foles just target Allen Robinson a ton. Uh, I would assume Jimmy Graham gets a good amount of targets too, but he's really only in a, like an emergency tight end one streamer. If you have a guy that's on a bye week or or if you're like a TJ Hawkinson owner, you know, maybe that's when Jimmy Graham can be kind of plugged in. But I have a feeling Tampa Bay's defense is going to match up pretty well against the Bears. Um, so I'm feeling the best about Allen Robinson. You could start Nick Foles as a quarterback two in a super flex, but nothing more. Uh, and then David Montgomery. What do we do with David Montgomery? He's actually been a little bit frustrating lately because he's getting all the volume. He's getting all the pass catches and, and all the volume that you want here. So if we go back and look at my opportunity report for the Bears last week, uh, I was really interested to see if they were going to use Cordero Patterson more, but they really didn't. Uh, so we see David Montgomery log 85% of the snaps to only 10 attempts and six targets, but they were kind of losing the whole game, so they didn't really get to establish the run. Uh, but this 10 attempts for 27 yards is pretty concerning. The Colts are one of the best defenses against the run. Uh, but as we see here, Tampa Bay is not terrible against the run. So you're probably starting David Montgomery as your RB2. Uh, I do like the targets here. Again, I was watching for Cordero Patterson since, <clears throat> since Tariq Cohen's missing for the rest of the season, but they clearly don't have another running back that they want to use. So Montgomery's getting all the volume that you could want. So uh, continue starting him as a running back, too. If they get close to the end zone, he's got a good chance of falling in. Um, and then looking at the receivers here, of course, Allen Robinson, he is the stud of the group. But I'm really watching Darnell Mooney here, the rookie from Tulane. And then Anthony Miller. Darn I think Darnell Mooney has outsnapped uh, Anthony Miller in, in three out of four games this year. So it's only by a few snaps, but they're keeping Darnell Mooney on the field as an outside receiver. So I really like that, uh, especially for Dynasty League. So they even gave him a rushing attempt last weekend. It didn't go very well. Uh, 
Uh, but we see nine targets. I think that was a, I think this was a career high game for Darnell Mooney. Nine targets, five catches, and 52 yards. Uh, so he's definitely a guy that if he's available in your dynasty league, he should be he should be scooped up because he could be a pretty nice piece for this offense for the next few years. Uh, and then you got Anthony Miller down here at five targets, three catches, 16 yards. Uh, we can't really trust Anthony Miller just yet. I love the talent, but I'm really not sure we can trust Nick Foles to successfully feed, you know, two, three, four receiving options in fantasy. Um, <clears throat> and then, I mean, we're, we're not really paying attention to Javon Wims or Ted Ginn, uh, but I'm intrigued with Jimmy Graham just because, I mean, any any tight end that's going to get five or six targets and has a really good red zone report, um, I'm, I'm interested in it. So he got five targets, four catches for 33 yards. So that's 7.3 points. Uh, which is, a, I mean, for a tight end, the bar is so low. Uh, we're at seven to eight points on a bad game is doable. So if Jimmy Graham gets a red zone touchdown, you know, tomorrow night, I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, and then again, he's the clear leader in tight end snaps. Um, so that's really much it from last week's game. I just want to check out the Bears practice reports real quick. They looked actually pretty healthy here. Uh, only Dion Bush looks like he is out so far. And then another safety here, McManus. I think he's the third string safety, but he's not practicing and doubtful. Uh, but otherwise, everybody else got full practices in. So you like what the Bears can do uh, in terms of health. But again, I'm really nervous about this game. It's not going to have a lot of points. There's really only going to, there's probably only going to be two or three touchdowns, maybe four at the most scored in this game. So I kind of already highlighted the guys that I think that it's going to be. Uh, but for me, like I said, I, I think Tom Brady, quarterback two in Superflex, it feels a little risky. Uh, but he's got a six. You know, if he gets two touchdowns, he'll be there. Uh, Ronald Jones has a good chance to score. Mike Evans has a good chance to score. Uh, and then one of the tight ends, Gronkowski or Cameron Braid, I'm interested in one of those guys for a streamer. And then on the Bears side of things, you know, you got to plug in Allen Robinson. And then if anyone's going to score, it's going to be Montgomery or Jimmy Graham. Um, so I think I'm, I'm probably just going to be enjoying this game from the sidelines. I don't really want to get too invested in this game. But again, if you have Evans, Allen Robinson, go ahead and start your studs. And then, uh, I don't know, if you're a Ronald Jones owner, and we know the whole Leonard Fournette situation is tricky, but Leonard Fournette's probably going to be out in this game. So I feel inclined to say you almost have to start Ronald Jones any week that Leonard Fournette is out. I mean, he had 20 carries and nine targets last weekend. So he's probably looking at, again, another 20 to 25 touches in this one. And he, he actually looked really, really good as a running back. Uh, I know people kind of make fun of his receiving ability and his pass catching uh, but from a pure running back standpoint, he was, I mean, the Chargers are no joke either. So he was kind of running in and through the Chargers defensive line. So I liked what I saw from him as a runner. And again, the Bears have a pretty tough defensive line. I think that you can see similar results with Ronald Jones this weekend. So, um, but yeah, that's pretty much it for this video. I might actually do another video in a little bit tonight, kind of reviewing uh, <clears throat> opportunity reports and talking about that. But for now, it is uh, Wednesday evening, about 6.20. It's about a 20-minute video. I think uh, tomorrow night you can catch me again. I'm going to be, uh, I do have all my start sit charts ready to roll. You can check these out. Uh, I'm going to start adding these fantasy points allowed though to each column, but all the start sit charts are ready. And uh, I'm going to review the, the, I think there's eight or nine noon games tomorrow. So I'll be going live tomorrow night. Uh, maybe around 5.30 we'll go on tomorrow night, but the start sit charts are up, thefantasyfellowship.com. Uh, I want to thank you for hanging out and uh, we'll check you out in another video. Thanks. Peace.